Hey guys, today we're talking about Lavender Lion's Bath and Body. Check them out. She's got um, the regular bath bombs, the shower bombs. She's got the men's beard wax oils and aftershave gels, scoopable wax for wax melters, body glitter, spray soaps, and much more. They're located at 3446 South Main Street. 3446 South Main Street. That's in Salt Lake City. Uh, and then the new product they have out this week, it's going to be the shampoo bars. They look like donuts. I want to eat them, but uh, it's shampoo and it's a bar. So check them out, guys. Tell them that Big Things 9 sent you, and uh, I think you'll be pretty happy with uh, you know what she's got for you. Hey guys, this is Keith, the One Recovery Radio Network. This is the Big Things by Podcast. And as promised, I have Eric and I have Janae here with me. How are we doing, guys? Hello, doing well. What up, Eric? Always a pleasure being here with you, Keith. <laughs> Got this lovely, beautiful lady right in front of me ready to oh, talk about some stuff. Janae's the beauty queen. We love having Janae on. Um, and then sometimes we have Eric on, and I don't, I kind of, it's hard to keep pace with him sometimes, but ah, you know me. But he knows a, <laughs> he, he knows a lot. So um, anyway, Busy man. <laughs> we're gonna get started. So Eric, go ahead. What? Tell me. Um, let's get this started. You know, where, what do you want to go through? Well, one thing I actually wanted to talk about. I was gonna actually do a podcast on this. So like the other day, I was talking about this girl, right? And so mm -hmm. like it kind of uh, it kind of started to bring me back a little bit, you know, into mm -hmm. like a uh, a negative state of mind, I should say. But it Good. was like. Uh, one thing I was very gr grateful of because I've been numb for a long time. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I have, I'm a, I'm a loving person. I am, but I had this numbness to me, and uh, like I was like, like all, I'm always asking God, you know, like how, how I need to open up my heart more, man. Like I just, I like there's something in me that's just not opened up, and I need this open. What, you know, what can happen? And so I was, I was talking about this girl that kind of in that situation. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it kind of messed me up, but what it did is it opened that up within me, and now like I'm starting to feel. Uh, a lot more with my heart and stuff, and so it's like, uh, it's amazing. But at the same time, like, uh, what what I was doing, like, uh, I wasn't, I was like, kind of holding myself back from life. You know what I mean? Because like, I was just like, you know, I'm done with dating. You know what I mean? I'll never be with anybody. I'm cool with where I'm at, and uh, it's, it's something like I've always wanted more than anything. You know what I mean? I want to be with somebody. You know? Yeah. But uh, I've just lived life, and like with people nowadays, it's like I don't get people. Like I talk to most people, and they don't get me. And so I'm kind of a loner, you know, and uh, I'm I'm trying to uh, find my people. You know, I just met this girl, and she's all about the exact same stuff I'm I'm with. And it's like those are the type I want people I want to be around: positive people, loving people that actually know that we can all heal each other with that love. And, and when we're actually with more people, like any and all people can do any and all things as long as they believe and they have that feeling. That feeling is more powerful than anything, and that's just our spirit. That's who we are. And we're, we're energetic, loving beings. And so there was something that was within my, my paradigm, my program, that just wasn't allowing me to have that open. And so, like, I had to have this situation happen to me, uh, which which hurt. You know, I mean, that one night I was in, I was in some pain, you know. But at the same time, like, uh, it opened me up and to actually make me feel better. And so sometimes uh, sometimes I got to look at, look at situations in, in my life and realize some of the most negative things that's happened in my life is the most beautiful things that's ever uh, created who I am. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's like all these negative things that happen to me open open a certain certain part that just kind of flip the switch and allows me to get to where I need to be at a time. If that makes sense, I mean it does in my brain because it's because I'm me. But but yeah. uh, you know like uh, 
kind of like just with, with depression, the whole reason why I got into this stuff, like, um, you know, our paradigm is who we are. It's a program that we've, we've allowed ourselves to be in, that we get up, we do the exact same thing every day. You know, we get up, we probably look at our phone, we go get a cup of coffee, we, you know what I mean? Like, we're programmed beings, but, but one thing about me, I've never really liked to be, be that program. I'm always all over the place, right? Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, one thing about me, it's like, I'm trying to create this paradigm within myself that's just a, a pure energetic loving being that's just there for any and all people that, mm. that are just having some serious issues that don't understand about this stuff. And one thing I've, I've learned about is the brain, the body, how it works. And the biggest thing is, it's like when we actually, when this is actually measured, when, when you're actually thinking negativity, your anger, or hateful fe- uh, thoughts, you're destroying yourself. Your brain is literally just destroying itself. And the second you start having loving, gratitude, grateful thoughts, the brain instantaneously starts to heal itself yeah. and starts to just grow and just your energy around you just starts to build. And so it's just like, you know, this world, the world, what I see in it, I see a mm-hmm. lot of, of, of hate and just judgment and everybody's got to complain about things you know what I mean like it's about what can we complain about in this world it's that's like, part of it people are so negative with it and it, it makes me crazy and you know rarely do you ever see somebody in recovery that's being a negative being you know it's like people in recovery like they've been through it you know they don't they know what negativity is they know it is it'd be at the rock bottom they don't want to hear it I don't want to hear about it you know people's people's shit you know um, but I mean dude that's that's good stuff that's awesome you know what um, switching to Janae, I mean, from from the day you got sober, I mean, how is how does this apply to you? The stuff that he's talking about from, from when you got sober, like the um, spiritual stuff, or Anything. what exactly? Well, like just like uh, so, let me, like yeah. Uh, one thing with me, like when I actually got clean and sober, like every time I get clean and sober, I'm I'm just set in stone, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm not depressed. I'm not into that hell anymore. And so, like uh, one thing, like with you, like uh, when you were using and stuff, like. What did you do to actually just become happier, just just get out of it and stay out of it? Like what, like uh, what are some things that you you could tell these these people out here that could help them just not be in that depressive state and that you can actually understand how you know you can live life. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, for me and my, I had a therapist long before I was ever even you know looking back now could have said that I was an alcoholic. Like I was drinking at the time, but not still quite functional um but oh, can we can we talk about that just a little bit about um you know you weren't here last time so i mean I, can, can you give him just like a quick rundown of of the end of your end of your, your run that you had when you were drinking um so yeah yeah i'd yeah. love to hear that yeah so let's hear that That's and then, and then we did, then we'll hit that mark and then we'll yeah let's yeah. do it just um, a summary you're toward the end of it whatever works for you well, then I, yeah i I didn't take my first drink until I was 30, about 30 years old. Never tried alcohol, never had a drug, anything. Okay. Grew up a little Mormon girl, you know, doing yeah. my thing. Eric's my Mormon. And I feel bad. I have to say, last time I probably sounded like I was being down on the church. I'm not at all. I just, I realized that the God that I know today is bigger than any religion. Yes. Can I say something with that real quick? One thing I know about religion, it's... It's, it doesn't fully open up to what actually is out there. It's, it's give me your money. It, that's what religion is, period. You know what I mean? I love a lot of people in religion because they're good people, but they're stuck into what they tell you and what they're And there's so much more, right? Yeah, what were you going to say? Um, that's, sorry, what were you 
Well, no, just about how religion, they kind of keep you in a box, and they don't, like, there's just so much more right. to life. Well, it was too limiting for me. And yeah, I, I yeah. got out of treatment. I went to a very God-based program. I went to the Salvation Army in okay. Los Angeles. Um, you work in their warehouse for eight hours a day to pay for your treatment. Yeah, okay. So it, yeah, okay. it's hard. Like, people who go there it's hard work. 17 yeah. felonies wiped away, some of the women that I was there with. There were only two out of... 28 who weren't court ordered to be there and I was one of them so I chose that like asking <laughs> every me. time I needed it yep, you know yep. or I wouldn't have meant anything mm-hmm. but um but yeah it was very god-based and so I was like okay you know I'll I can go back to being Mormon like but I, I want to be completely committed to um to what I'm I'm gonna do and so I want to know everything there is about it and like I said I was born into the church but when I started to educate myself and really actually read the facts, I was broken hearted and disenchanted that I was like, I bought this, yeah. you know, and <laughs> yeah. some people it works. I, all my family is still LDS, but for me, I know that if I were to stay in that, the, the, yeah, like I said, the God that I know is so much bigger than any religion. And so yeah. I would be, I would be missing out on some of the other aspects of spirituality that I found in recovery, you know, so yeah. Yeah, see, I live with uh, I live with some people actually. You know, like one thing I know, like we get what we ask for, and God will give it to us. But we got to be willing to actually accept what the answer is. But like when I, when I was like uh, when I was with my mom, loving fucking person, tell you I love my mom, and uh, she's got a bad addiction to the DI. <laughs> she's got a bad addiction with. She's got a bad addiction with the LDS religion. I'm taking as well. taking stuff out of, out of the house to bring to the DI. It's, it's, it's what she is told. She believes. You know what I mean? It's like no, it's not what you're told. It's God. Te- yeah. God talks to every single one of us individually. I had to bring it up individually. It's like that's who we are, and we can connect instantaneously with every and all things. We just got to understand this energy. And me, I'm just barely learning. I'm like, I haven't even started school with it yet. But like. Like, I just can't, I just love this stuff. Like, I have a hard time meditating. I have a hard time sitting still. Um, just for an hour, you know, I try it, like, as uh, long as I've ever done it, probably about two hours. But usually I do it for ten minutes, half hour, you know. I wish I could do that. But uh, but that's the thing, like, we're, we're when when we actually shut down, like, uh, what Jesus was talking about when he said, go up to the mountains and, and be with God, it's about going there and calming your mind, meditation, actually open up. Have you ever actually... Uh, uh, woken up in a, in a sleep state where you're just feeling that energy. Yeah. I, you have, so you I understand do. it. I do. I've had I've done it three or four times where I woke up and it scared me because my whole life I've been taught, oh that's devil worshiping. You know what I mean? So yeah. I kind of was scared. And I'm talking to people about this energy. Every and all people, oh you better be careful with that, Eric. You know, witches died over this stuff for trying to help people and heal people and understand it. You know what I mean? And it's like there's this elite <laughs> out there. That is controlling this shit to keep us in a, in a fearful state. I mean, all the news, all everything, everything's a negative thing out there. And well, it's like, it's, all, no. it's worse now, it's all war. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I won't even watch TV. I don't, like, when I watch TV and movies, it's like, they're programming us into, into believing this shit. You know what I mean? And everything is, is, is being shown to us in those movies on how it really is. And we're mm-hmm. allowing it. We're the people that are actually giving people taxes to go have them fund their wars and stuff. We don't know this, of course. But that's what I do. You know what I mean? It's like it's 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 a it's a disgusting state of world right now. But at the same time, we're going through a state where it's cleansing itself and it's going to open up in this heaven on earth. You know what I mean? But that's the thing. It's like we're the ones that got to choose that. We're the ones that actually got to go through all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm prepared to go through what I need to get to to be like be like that. Because you got to. I don't know what I got to do, but it scares me. 
you know, because it's, it's, it's going to test you. Hey, do you love me? Well, follow me. You know, and the things that I'm being told to do and stuff, it's like, it's like, man, you know, that's going to put me through, like, fasting, you know what I mean? Like, when you actually fast for, like, three days or more, the healing benefits that it does to your body are just holy fucking phenomenal. That's but crazy. But it's, like, after three days or more, and there was this one guy, so he weighed, like, 600 pounds. He didn't eat a thing for seven years. All he did was drink water, tea, or, uh, so you don't have to eat. So what it does is it eats your body. And, and the biggest thing about, like, uh, oh, yeah. with food, so. Stop eating. It is, it is actually, so if you eat one to two meals a day, if you eat more than two meals a day, you're actually starting to hurt yourself more. And mm-hmm. they actually have the scientific facts about this. I want to send it to you. But like if you Great. eat one meal a day or, or at the most two, and depending on what we're eating as well, it, it's huge to our bodies and our energetic field. You know what I mean? Our energetic feeling is creating this body. We are just in a glove right now. You know what I mean? And so we got to heal this, but we got to understand how to actually do this stuff. And that's why it talks about when you're eating uh, like vegetables and stuff like that. It's like the sun is giving that energy and you're eating information. All it is is information. Everything you put in your body is information for it to actually heal it, to destroy it, mm-hmm. to, to change it. And so it's like what the, the one thing I hate more than anything, every time I drive by McDonald's, it's packed. <laughs> packed. You know what I'm saying? That's America, though. And this, this isn't mm-hmm. food. It doesn't do anything for your body. It's actually changing our, our really? aspects of who we are. And so it's... it's, it's, stu- it's it, like we're creative beings, and it's and it's putting us in a in a negative state of life. You know what I mean? We're not opening up and loving and just, you know. Like there's so there's so much hate in the world. Like I don't get it. Like everybody gets so mad about everything. Like I had, I, had, I used to, you know. Like I used to see the, all the negativity in the world, but now it's like I want to see the love. And, and so the biggest thing I ever did, somebody I hated. You know what I mean? I just had hate for them. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try this forgiveness on this person. I was like, God, mm-hmm. please give me everything I can to just let this pain go and this hate, you know? And, you know, I bawled my eyes out, you know what I mean? Like, I felt, and I felt this, something come over me. And it was the most beautiful feeling in the world. And so it made me just flip my switch, my paradigm in my head and just be like, you know what? From here on out, I'm going to only see the goodness in people. You know, I don't care what they have done. I am going to see that they are creation of the image of our father as well, our mother as well. You know what I mean? They say father, but at the same time, like a it's our mother and father, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. Well, yeah, I wanted to pause on, on hate, Eric, real quick, yeah. before we get away from it. Um, not the person I was talking about before, but I, I kind of had a phone out with a friend about... Ch- I love your fucking energy, too. Like, I can feel you. Like, <laughs> you seem like an amazing person. I just want to uh, say that. Sorry. So, yeah, so I lost a friend because of a political argument. And I tell my friends, you know, either you can accept the fact that you're going to leave my place crying, or, or you're going to give up a good fight, but not many people do. You know, I know politics... I've been around it for so long. And so, yeah. And so he, he, he was baiting me, baiting me, baiting me. And he just like, come on, how do you feel about this? And I told him, and I didn't go off. I just gave a couple of sentences. And he's like, fuck you, dude. You believe that? And I'm like, yeah. He left. I haven't talked to him since. That's like, you know, I want to bring this up with, like, with my mom when I talk about the church. You know what I mean? I try and get her to open up, and she gets angry. It's like, Mom, why are you getting angry? She does? You know what I mean? Like, 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 well, it's like, no, this is the way it is. You know? yeah, she's not, she's not like horrible, but like, uh, like one time I was downstairs. One time I was talking to my mom about it, and I went downstairs, and I just started bawling. I just started bawling, you know what I mean? I'm like, God, like, why, you know what I mean? Like, why can't I talk to people about this, especially my mom? Because I can talk to my mom about everything, any and all things. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can get her to talk, but it's just kind of like, I get frustrated as well, so it's like, okay, I'm done. And I don't like that frustration. I will not get in that state of mind because I love, you know what I mean? I want to feel love at all times. And uh, I was just bawling, and my mom walks by, and she just kind of 
like uh, just walked away and then she comes up to me and she's like, Eric, let's go talk. You know what I mean? We actually had a cool really? talk. And, uh, and it was just like, Mom, I'm having these things happen to me. Nobody believes me. Nobody understands me. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but God's talking to me and he's opened me up. And it's just so fucking beautiful. And every time I hear people say, they say, oh, it's the devil. Be careful. Uh, it's like, no, this is God. You know what I mean? He's coming in me. He's waking up. You know what I mean? And it's just the most amazing thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And nobody knows it. Nobody understands it. We're all talking, like, it's being, the, the, this world has, has made it look as the most, the most evil thing in the world. And it's like, yeah. no, man, it's the most beautiful thing in the world. All right, shifting gears uh, to Janae. <laughs> yeah, heavenly hill bourbon, you know, like, anything you can think but, of. But, um, I, yeah, I ended up drinking myself to the point of, like, a .50 more than once. So half of my blood was alcohol. I was really, really sick. Um, I was spiritually sick. And um, I, you know, at the time, now I realize with all of the help and therapy and stuff, but I was numbing when I first, even from the beginning, when I did start drinking, I automatically had that, like, oh, this stuff makes, yeah, sure. I don't really care what it tastes like. It makes yeah. me feel good. It makes me not have to think about other things. And... At the time when I had started drinking, my um, grandfather had just um, died by suicide, and my Holy father Christ. had got my broke up my parents' marriage of like thirty something years, and and my ex husband also started drinking and was actually really abusive, and so I was dealing with abuse and suicide and just a lot of things that I did not realize at the time that I didn't have the coping skills. I just didn't have the things I needed to cope with some pretty major things in life. And Makes so, sense. but towards the end, you know, I still wasn't dealing with those things. I wasn't like facing what was going on. And so, um, it was towards the end that it just got started getting worse and worse. And I was in Vegas and I finally, um, after ending up in jail, more than once jail, <laughs> homeless shelter, I was living in the homeless shelter. Um, I uh, was able, I basically, like my family said, that's enough. We're not going to do this with you anymore. And when I went to jail, they said, we are not bailing you out. And they told everybody I knew not to bail me out. That was a good and thing, though. My ass, you know what? It was the best. It, I Same would life. not have, it, it took me to get my ass kicked. It took me a rock bottom. I have so much admiration for people who can turn it around before they hit that point, you know. I didn't have, and I I have not had a drink since that day, 7 11 16, but I. Yeah, um, yeah. Can I say something yeah. real quick? I like how you said that, because, like, with me, I was homeless. Just, I got on my knees, I begged to God, I don't care what I got to do, help me. I will do anything you put in front of me, I don't care what it is. And so, yeah, it's like I was broken and, and just done, you know, and then, like, he's, he's been there ever since. And it doesn't matter what you do, he's yeah. there for you. He don't care if you kill, rape, murder, anything. Instantaneously forgiveness, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 what this world that creates us, but I love that yeah. part. So I'm sorry, yeah. I just wanted to say No, that. thank you for that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And um that turnaround, those moments yeah, I'm just I'm thinking back about, you know, I remember walking into to um, treatment uh I was scared to death. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I, I had driven, my brother drove me from LA to, or sorry, from St. George, Utah to Los Angeles. And when I got there, 
My brother drove me to uh, rehab too for alcohol when I was in my late twenties, and I was in. Sorry to jump in, but I was. We had a beach house in Florida, and so my brother brings me down. We found a treatment center in Florida, you know, that my insurance would cover. So my brother brings me there, and he drops me off, and they're like, "Oh, we got a little beach, you know, you can see the bay and everything." So I'm like walking to the beach, and I'm looking across, and I'm like. That's my house over there. <laughs> like that's our beach house. That's where I used to have huge parties at, you know. And yeah. I can see it. So yeah. uh, just just kind of want to throw this in. Like yeah. the first time anybody ever drove me to treatment was my was my was my dad. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the first time ever he ever told me he loved me. You know what I mean? Like he was like scared scared to death, and like uh, when he told me he loved me, like I just felt so good. Cause my dad was like an angry man. He's like he just he was what he was because that's the way he was grew up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like. Uh, yeah, like so, like it's it was nice to actually see, and like you know, I threw all that away, you know what I mean? And uh, he ended up just pushing me out of his life, and uh, I changed. And he like he wanted me, to, he told me he wanted me to come around for my mom. That just broke my heart, you know what I mean? Then he got dementia. I moved home. Oh, it was so bad. I, right. I helped yeah, out. I had to so shower him, change that. You know what I mean? It was bad, but it, it was one of the best things for me to heal. You know? He, he passed. What did he, no. when did he pass? About six months ago? Uh, yeah. He played about about a year ago, but I want to get back to uh, oh, your story. No, I'm so sorry though, but I I um, I'm sorry about your dad. When I was my had my last. Um, it was beautiful for me though. You know I mean? it, it absolutely, and I I'm glad that you were sober to like. Yeah, I moved there. back from I moved back from Montana. I was doing sales, and I moved back because, uh, yeah, my mom just couldn't deal with it would have tears like when my kids would call and stuff oh wow but he and he didn't forget who I was or who my brother was but um it's so tough but man. he yeah he was it's just so it was so hard and he shot up like sat up in bed and said work hard work hard work hard <laughs> work 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 didn't mean anything to me until I got into recovery and I was like <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what you, in the meetings when they're talking about the promises mm -hmm. and in the end of they say work, work, work. Yeah. And I like I've had so many little things like that. I was like, oh my gosh, my dad was like <laughs> speaking <laughs> it forward. After my dad passed away, I'd gone in um, to one of his best friends who had he, he spoke at a um, at my dad's funeral, and um, but he's a an attorney for. Mm -hmm alcoholics and addicts and <laughs> stuff like that and yeah. I said Doug my dad's not here anymore I don't know what else to do and he said I think you need to go to the Salvation Army he said that's where I send yeah, people yeah. the clients that really need to get help because they want to make a difference in their life because yeah. it does something to them yeah. yeah that's where I send people because I looked at the spa rehabs and I was like ooh equine therapy <laughs> that's that's the thing too like, guys. If you want to get clean and sober like, you got to put in the work you got to yeah. you got you got to want it like not in Maui rehab, like Maui where I, I, I wanted it you know what I mean I didn't yeah. have to go yeah. I wanted it every yeah. time and so yeah I love yeah. that and it, when we so I, wait, wait, there. I just want to say like that's awesome you have the opportunity to go to these places you see on TV challenges Malibu whatever it may be and and there's like 10 of them, they're in a house, co-ed, they're hanging out, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're living in luxury to get better. And I disagree with that. Like I am, I, I am, yeah, I am hands on. I was on. so bad yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. I needed it. I yeah. my ass kicked. So I, I went, passing your own Yeah. So one thing with that, like, well, I went to some pretty nice rehabs and I was the one when something bad was happening. Well, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, this is my rehab. If you're gonna do that, go somewhere else. You know what I mean? I was like that every time. Like yeah. if somebody messed up, like I, I did my things too. But like there was this uh, one guy, everyone was being hard on him because he was like telling us, but he worked there. 
And, and like we were in a group and everyone was talking shit. And I looked right at him and I was like, I want to thank you right here and now for doing this for me, yeah. for saving my life. I don't care what anybody says. You're saving my life. And I love you, bro. And I would do anything for you. If you need anything, I just want to thank you for it. Everyone was just like, you know what I mean? It's like they're, they're here to save our lives. You know what I mean? And like yeah. people just, we got to look at that negativity. It's like, no, you got to flip the switch and be like, man, I'll do anything. Yeah. You know what I it's mean? Hard, it's hard work, you know? And it's being in a place like she was But at. these guys were court ordered and shit too. And it's like, yeah, court yeah. order. It's like, fuck, dude. The girls yeah. that were with me, the women, were out there like, why? What are you thinking? We would never be here if the courts weren't making it. Yes, yes. Had, you know, I had three kids when I, I was 40 when I got sober. I spent my 40th birthday in rehab. Did I you? would not have spent it anywhere else. And like, I want to say something good to you. For like, you. Sorry about this, but like, but like God put me through that. Like he, he was the one that got me there. You know what I mean? And yeah. he, he was working through me to change me. Eric, he was like, Eric, you need to go through this because you need to become who you're going to become. You know what I mean? And I always know I was somebody. You know what I mean? I always knew it. Even in the deepest, darkest times of my life, I knew I was somebody. I knew there was so much more to me and every single person that we've been taught. I just knew it, and it was just fighting to come out. You know what I mean? And I had to go through this pain, homeless, suffering to become it. And I'm so fucking grateful I was able to mm -hmm. do that, too. And I love to hear that. I do. Yeah, absolutely. It, um, I, yeah, I knew I needed my butt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you and know, but when I walked in there, I said, I don't want to just stop drinking. I want to change my life. You but you have to. I wanted my life. I didn't want my life back. I wanted to have a life. life. Yeah. And yeah. the last you, five years of being sober have been hell. I probably moved, I think it was 12 times that I counted last, you know. <laughs> That's what I was um, <laughs> Been in the domestic violence shelter. But mm -hmm. I realized that, really, if you want this, if you want recovery, anybody can have it. Anybody. It really is. Yeah. You say it's not a choice; it's a disease. It's not. A, it's, I don't believe it's a disease. disease. It's yeah. a. It's a. It's a thing we're going through that we can overcome. It can be gone. It can I never mess like with you again. The, you can see it as a, the most beautiful thing in the world. That pain and suffering, and yeah. I'm starting to see that, and it's just amazing because that's what incredible. that's who we are. Yeah. We just got to find it. That's yeah. it. And, and and nobody's gonna do it for you. Nobody. No one. And that's Nobody. what. It's all you. But if you want it, if you You'll want it. it, you can get it. You can have recovery, and it's as simple as saying, "God, I want to get sober," and having that true desire, miracles will start to happen in your life. Yeah, yeah. I have that desire every single day to just do whatever I can to help this world just grow. That's what I do. You know, you know? Just love. You it's know what I mean? Like that's that's a desire I have in me, and I can't explain it. It's just, just this love, you know, and that's all I can say. It, like it, this love, like it, it's it's it's. The most powerful feeling in the world, and I don't even think I'm even a part and of it yet. Eric, I mean, it, I'm just starting to feel it, it. And it can be the most simple thing too. It's so simple, you know. It's the just most stand, thing. just stand up. You know, the hardest part is standing up. One that's step the hard in front part. of another. Don't don't think long run ever. Because God will get you there. You'll get there. You know what I mean? Like you will get there. It's just one step. Do the right thing. What's right in front of you right now? If you don't know what to do, stop. Mm -hmm. Feel your heart. Your heart will guide you to where you need to be. Your intuition will tell you things, and you're going to be like, why the fuck is this hitting me? I'm not going to go talk to that person, but that intuition you have is what's going to get you to what you need to be. Like, it's going to teach you something. Mm -hmm. So listen to it. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the, that's the who we are that's talking to us of telling us what we need and what we want. Because we are, we are creators. That's who we are. 
We are creating all things, so we got to be mindful of what we think and feel because that feeling is the most powerful guided creation. And we're proving this now. This is a scientific fact that we are actually creating and changing this matter in this world without us on a very, very small level. But it's like we got to listen to it. But I would love to hear more about what you were saying. I, I, was, I was just going to ask you, Jane, about like when you knew it was time to get clean, like tell me about that experience from. Yeah. Drying up, I guess you could say, you know, like, I remember when I, remember when I went through my, like, I've withdrawn from heroin and that's a few days, you know, yeah. I mean, mentally it'll get you for a little longer than that, maybe a week or two, but, but alcohol for me, that was the most horrific experience. Um, just, I, I can, I remember flashes of it. Yeah. I remember flashes of being on the, on the bathroom floor and saying, I can do this, I can do this, I couldn't even stand up, you know, and it just like the shaking <laughs> and, huh? I just remember that. Just blame it on that. Oh, of that's God. Like, fuck. The no, anxiety just, for me just, was just awful. You know, I wanted to hear, you know, how it was oh, for yeah. you. Yeah. But when I got in there, well, and did we talk about last time when I got there and I had a bad drug test and they wouldn't let me in? <laughs> no. No. Oh, you guys, the miracle started they wouldn't let me in. from day one, like day one, when mm -hmm. I made that commitment to God and to yeah. myself, like, mm -hmm. I'm doing this, the miracle started and God has put things in front of me, like to just say, there you go. See, I'm looking yeah. out for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are you looking? Are you paying attention? That's I've got to where I yeah. say, is it odd or is it God? Because those things okay. where I'm oh. like, this is God. I, I got to a point, I thought, I have to stop denying that and actually give credit to God and the universe for yeah. taking care of Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Every day I see that, it constantly more, more, yeah. and more and it grows. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't stay the same and these, these things just grow and grow and grow and it's yeah. like, Things start happening. It's like, whoa! I was just thinking that. Whoa, whoa! What's guiding me to where I need to be? And it's like, are you? And that intuition you were talking about, yeah. like having that come back, isn't that beautiful? It's fucking amazing. I promise yeah, you will get back to my rehab. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah I love that. <laughs> I love those stories. The intuition. I remember starting to go, oh my goodness, and with my intuition came back color. You know? Mm, yeah. I was like, the world looks. It looks different, it's totally so different. different. Yeah. Well, so it's beautiful. like it's like uh, if you don't mind, like Dr. Joe Dispenza. I mean, he's actually people's never seen before ever. Forty years old, they're seeing now. People's never hear, can't hear. They're starting to hear now, and it's this love. And when we get in groups and actually, uh, uh, you know, just can fill all this he's love and just give this love away that we have, it's just it grows and it heals. It's instantaneous. It heals people, and and that's just what I want to do. I want to be able to be a part of that with people. Yeah. You know. And when other people, it's not even about like telling people so no. much as it is when it. they see us living recovery, yeah. mm -hmm. people see it, yeah. you know, and it's so cool. And then they come and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, it's like, like with me, like every time I've gotten sober, everyone's like, Eric, like I can just see it in you. Like, holy shit, but you've got to stay out of your way. You know what I mean? Like you screw it up. Get out of your own way. And I do because I start messing with my head and I, I just go back, you know. But it's like when I'm into it, I'm just into it. And everyone, like, that's one thing, like, I can actually say now without being embarrassed and just kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, feeling like this ain't real. Uh, I can actually say that where I just, I am, you know what I mean? I can see the beauty that's in me and just, because I want it. And, but it's it's what God's giving me. It's what, it's what I have. It's what I am. I'm already it. I am this loving, energetic being. That's who we that's are. That's what I was saying you know? when we remember, like, who we really are. But That's like this journey a, lot, a lot of people say, like with the people I live with, like I say, we're God. You know what I mean? We're we're a little piece of God. Yeah. 
It's like, whoa, like, you gotta be Gabs careful. And everything. That's, like, we are. Everything. That's what we are. We but are. we're not being taught that. We're Why being, would we not we're being kept. We're being kept of what we who we are, so we can be controlled yeah, in a way. I agree. I mean, that's the way it really is, and it's like it's hard to talk about this stuff, but. So, yeah, rehab. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Girl, I just got to say like, I love you. Like, you're fucking amazing. Ditto, yeah. I am so glad I met you. I'm glad that we're doing this. I told you she was great, dude. She yeah. fit great with us, you know? It's good to talk about recovery and, like, mm-hmm. I, how much it blesses my life and how much it's changed it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's fun Absolutely. to talk about it. But, so, you know, when I was actually, when I was living in the homeless shelter mm-hmm. and my friends. Was that, was that different from the Salvation Army? Yeah. Okay, so back different. Before different, okay. when I had, before I'd gone, um, I called the Salvation Army after I talked to my dad's friend, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, we've got a three-month wait. Like, there's no, yeah. we can't get you in any sooner than that. They and that. I was like, are you serious? You know, I'm living at the homeless shelter, and I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm going to be dead. I won't make it that long. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my roommates are over finding me face first, you know, on the yeah, floor. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to admit, but yeah. Yeah. And so... I went back to my room and I just was I just prayed like God please please what am I gonna do help me find answers and like an hour later the the homeless shelter people came and got me and they're like you have a call and it was a Salvation Army and they said if you can be here Monday this was Saturday night they said if you can be here Monday morning I will take you and That's I awesome. said I will be there like without a doubt you know so I get there um, drive from out from St. George six hours and like I said one shoe I get in there <laughs> and I literally I had one shoe and the out clothes on my back and nothing else. one shoe I didn't even have my glasses for my contacts I was such a shit show at that point but oh yeah but we get there and they make you test and I was on medication that wasn't it was on medication that was prescribed mm-hmm. it wasn't Allowed. something that you can have right. there and I didn't know that Mm-hmm. And so the guy said, I know that how bad you want to be here, but we can't take you. And I was like, no, you know, I'm just sick. And he said, this was in the morning. He said, I want you to go. He goes, we don't ever do this, but go and drink as much water and Gatorade as you can and just pray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we went back. That was like at 11 o'clock in the morning. And that was what I did. And spent time with my brother um, in downtown L.A. And went back <laughs> at 5 o'clock. And my test was clean. And he's like, I, I'm not even going to ask. But how, you know what I mean? Like, God <laughs> is good. Because, yeah, yeah. And they took me in. And that's when it, where I started. I had already been, because like at the homeless shelter, you weren't supposed to be drinking. Sure. Drink or come back there drunk. Um Actually, I got kicked out of the homeless shelter for drinking. And, and yeah. <laughs> can I, Guys, it was so... Welcome to my world. Can I say something really yes, quick? Yes, yes. So when I was in the homeless shelter, check this out. Like, I'm, a, I'm an energetic loving being. That's who I am. Everybody there, I mean, they would see me shooting up and they would kick everyone else out. But, I mean, I got away with so much stuff. But be, it's because of who I am and guide you know what I mean? Like... I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't trying to manipulate people, but that's what I was doing. I was mm-hmm. manipulating them into liking me and allowing me to do what I, what I needed to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and uh, I, I see that now, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's like, I don't ever want that loving feeling to come out of me, like with people and just getting to know them and just having that connection with any and all people, you know? Absolutely. But like, yeah, like, like, so that's just one thing, like I say to people, like, watch your manipulations, you know what I mean? Sometimes you think it's a beautiful thing, but it's, you need to, you need to look at yourself and really really realize what you're doing yeah so um how long were you in the salvation army for 
I was in the Salvation Army for um, about six weeks only. It's a six-month program. Mm -hmm. Okay. And but while I was working in the um, working in the warehouse and stuff, mm -hmm. I started to realize like my back was bothering me and mm -hmm. I had one back surgery but I thought I was okay and mm -hmm. it was just getting worse and worse and as we know now that I've had three spine fusions since then how, did, how does that work how does that work what do you mean like would it like a, a, a spine fusion a spine fusion they oh, go geez. and put like screws and metal and plates and I remember you yeah. so now yeah I have it oh. my neck and back and no. But at the time, like you guys, I looked back then, and I was so upset, and my family wouldn't help me get back to St. George, so I ended up having to leave. I went and lived for another, like, six weeks um, with some of the, my, I found an amazing sponsor in L.A. who I still am close with. Really? That's I awesome. had good people to help me, but my family wasn't ready to, like, help me or be there for me and they thought I was just Takes probably while, making you know. it up oh sure yeah. she just doesn't want to be in yeah. rehab you know yeah we haven't had that discussion since then but sometimes I want to say like you guys know like have you seen my, <laughs> what I've been through since then I wasn't making it up but yeah. Yeah, yeah so I ended up having to go back but that sponsor um that's good you're able to you know yeah, yeah. her name's Audrey and she happened to end up being Mormon and so I had like that little connection that yeah. helped me navigate through. She's like, and she mm. was. There, I love their in book. In the same place now where I am, like, yes, I, I was LDS. I respect and love the gospel. So like, it, you know, should you find that there's more in recovery? There's yeah. so much more in recovery. Like it's it's nonstop. You can read forever. Well, like uh, uh, I I gotta say, like when I was homeless, this one guy he would come around and he would give. Book of Mormons out with twenty bucks. Steve, you know, Steve, I actually met this guy. He Steve. literally told me he's like, Eric, I'll get you into a place. That farm with chickens. Job. Yep. All you gotta do is get clean, man. Gotta stand up. Come around, talk to me. Like it's like, it's like there's some amazing people out there. You know what I mean? Like, Steve, especially yeah. in the church. Steve, but, like, Steve was the best. He was the best. But he was. He was. He he came down, gave me on money, Saturdays. And, uh, yeah, like he like it was all like, of us. He, he had that love. You know what I mean? It's like. It's like uh, no, God, ju God no, ju no judgment. Him, no God judgment. was putting him in my life at the time because that's when I needed. You know what yeah. I mean? And he was saying like, "Hey, I'm here for you at any all times." You know what I mean? But it's like uh, we got to cool see, when yeah. we can start to recognize that. Like I know that I had those mm -hmm. experiences before getting sober or close to you know when I was getting sober, mm -hmm. but I don't. I didn't give God you know the credit. The credit. Yeah. Where yeah, now yeah. I'm like, well, no. This cat, this is like, I have to acknowledge it. Sure, <laughs> but, sure. You know, I after I got back to St. George, um, I was working for my brother, running, or not, yeah, working, doing our laundry and that stuff. Mm -hmm. And one day a client came in who I had done some laundry for her. She owned an insurance company. Mm -hmm. And she was a super cool lady. And we, a little, you know, off and on I do, do um, we would do like, dry clean type stuff so I would do some other work for so I got to know her a little bit but very much on the she didn't know I was an alcoholic or we mm -hmm. just back from rehab anything like that one day she walks into the laundromat and she goes um can I do you have an office can I talk to you for a minute and I'm like mm -hmm. oh no <laughs> you know <laughs> and she pulls out this envelope and it had $2,500 in it and she's and I've been home for like a month mind you came home still homeless you know and she said, I don't know why, but she goes, every year I do this and I pick somebody um, that 
I, I really, I asked God for direction, and she goes, I don't, I don't know why, but it's you, and I just totally start, like, oh, tearing yeah. up, and I'm like, I just oh, yeah. got back, and I'm so embarrassed to admit, at that point, I still oh, have so hard. much shame, now I'm yeah. like, hell yeah, I'm an alcoholic, <laughs> I'm a recovering alcoholic, yeah. you know, it's nice oh, to yeah. say that, but yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, now I'm not, I don't, I'm not ashamed of it, but no. I, I was for a while, too, I was, yes. you know. Yeah, we all are. You know, that's why I used, you know me, because I'm an addict and I can't deal with it. So it's like, God, I got to numb that pain, you the know. cycle, yeah. yeah. So yeah. she, I, you know, told her a little bit about myself and just told her thank you. And she said, actually, my son is on the streets in L.A. and is an addict. And he was in treatment, now he's out. And, like, so here's this mom with a child struggling, you know. It was just really, and there's been so many times like that that I've had a lot, yeah. God has stepped in and I, I know I can't I can't deny that mm-hmm. you know can it's I beautiful can I say something about that are. that giving so that's one thing that um, when you when I give God gives me back so much more and so it's like I love to give but I, I gotta give with my heart it's like if I give money oh I gave this person some money you know yeah. mm-hmm. that's a gift by telling that person but when you can just yeah, give the with your heart it's the homie. and let it be and never say it again like the gifts we get are just amazing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can just see and it. it come like, in all shapes and sizes. Like, I stop doing it sometimes, and yep. then like my life is just gets no more. But when I do it, just things happen. You know what I mean? And, and I just want to say like it's a blessing to meet you. I am so glad like you're yeah. here and I yeah. met you. Like I can just feel your energy. I told just, you you didn't believe me. <laughs> I told you. I told you she was great. I just I love recovery, and me I too, yeah. I love what it's brought my life. And you know I look at. I, not for one second do I do I regret this journey. Yeah. You know, I yeah. never thought I would say that. Yeah. The embarrassment, oh, yeah. and we didn't even talk about the DUI and the totally in my car. We yeah. we talked about it last time. Yeah, we yeah we'll catch you up. But yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I can't wait. Right. Yeah, just, just, just just tell him he can't. He, oh, he won't be. Able, he, like I just can't wait to get to know you. No, like, yeah. really he need, he needs to know the story though. He's he can I, well, he show you. Yeah, I, yeah, I got total DUI. So, and you and you well, mess, what about the, car? the car up? Yeah. What's, what happened with the car and you? So, well, I, I don't I, remember. I woke up um, in jail. <laughs> I, had, I had a car in storage. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. They told me that I, they had taken me to the hospital okay. and that I had totaled my car. Oh, you remember it. I have zero recollection. <laughs> I have pictures of my car. It's perfect. Can I say something to you? So, so I was so in the same you, situation. Yep, that's what I had two ounces of weed in my pocket. Okay. And check this out. So uh, I was, I was, I my friend gave me a bunch of pills, like Z- uh, Xanax. Hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Hell yeah! And so I was going down this <laughs> hill, kidding. and I slammed into this car. I don't remember anything. I don't remember leaving my friend's house or anything. I remember waking up, like, because I got a big old scar right here, and my head was all ripped back. Well, the doctor thought I was dead when I went there. He's like, he told yeah. my mom, he's all, I am so glad you weren't here because he looked like he was dead. His skull was out bleeding like crazy. When the doctor stitched me up, he's like, I don't know how I did that great of a job. He did a good job. That's probably one of the best jobs. You're still ugly, but he did a good job. Hey, you know, it's like, (laughs) uh, I'm a gift from God, and I accept it. You know, hey, but uh, uh, anyway, so I woke up in the CAT scan. All I remember was this guy, like, screaming, don't move, do not move. That's all I remember. And... uh, I remember waking up in the CAT scan, <laughs> and, uh, to and all I thought, no. the only thing I thought was, and this is when I was just smoking weed, you know what I mean, I, was, I, I never yeah, really yeah. took pills, I wasn't a really pill dude, except for when I got in that, uh, the accident, uh, no, the uh, heroin, the, what's the uh, heroin pill, uh, heroin? That, that everybody takes, Yeah, heroin, no, the pill, pill you take, everyone took, and then it brings them to heroin, 
Oh, oh, Rocky, Rocky's the Oxycontin. Yeah, hold on, hold on. It's it's the Sadler family out of Indiana. Just to put up, those are the people that started the company. The Sadlers. Oh, yeah, dope sales, and everyone was on dope. Dude, but that's where it all started with the Sadlers. Oh yeah, I was in Florida during that time. Go figure, pill mill. The, the 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 one thing about it is I was in the CAT scan. The only thing I was thinking was where's my weed. I went like this. I was like, fuck. I put my hands right here, and it, they were down my pants. And I don't know how it got there. Uh, but anyway, my, I, and then I was out, and then my mom brought me downstairs and put me in in, a, in my bed. And I went and looked in the morning. The uh, looked at my face in the morning. It looked like Frankenstein. My my face was poked out that far, purple green, every every color mm-hmm. in the world. And I was just like. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, it's like the things we do, you know. <laughs> oh, then check this out. So I'm driving, I'm driving down this hill, and I and I seen this van. I was like, man, what the fuck happened to that van? Like, and then like six months later, bam, that was me. <laughs> and this van was messed up, like slammed. Into it. It's just crazy the things we think about, but it's like yeah. that's bad when you don't remember. And I. Oh, it's really Obviously, nice. I was there. That's so scary that you know yeah. that it wasn't worse. And I. um I was telling you about the DUI, but where were we on the... Uh, oh, you just got in a wreck and you went to jail. Went to jail. Yeah, so what happened What happened from there? Um, I, from there... Well, hold on, how, how, how long were you in for? struggling. How long were you in jail for? Oh, I was in jail for like two days. Two, two okay, days. so I, I got you. some friends bailed me out mm-hmm. at that point. Gotcha. But I went to jail later for the... I had a warrant. And yeah. As we do when we don't take care of our shit. Yeah, <laughs> that, alcohol, it happened you know, to me. What? Parking ticket turns into a war. So I, um, yeah, when I, uh, what did I say? Anything? It was Sorry. no, 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 no. We no, you were in jail, and then uh, you got you were get, you got out, and then from there, like, what, what did you do? Yeah, so you had to friend go. Yeah, your friends I, bailed you out. Yeah, my friends helped me out, and I was, um, I went at that point. I still didn't go to treatment for another year. Oh, so were you just back at it? I, well, I was like, okay, I'm going to stop, and I was uh-huh. going to all of Utah's classes mm-hmm. and doing all of that stuff, still drinking. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop. At that point, I was so, and I didn't know. Yeah. You know how? I went you know to one yeah. AA meeting before I got sober. I didn't know anything about, I hadn't had like. They can be rough in AA, you know? Rela- you know, I didn't, ha- I was like, I went, like a domino, you know, until I had to go to treatment. I, I had to get mm-hmm. help or I was going to die. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> dang, yeah. So, after that, yeah, I had that year of like, and while I was in Vegas, I don't, seriously, <laughs> you guys, I'm driving back from the liquor store yeah. oh, to my God. house in Hendo. Vegas is I, rough. It's rough. I hit a car oh. and drove home. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I think I've done that one. <laughs> yeah. Like, Actually, in so my so car, like, it's one of my cars. So moving on, Eric. Uh, one thing I really want to talk about is like when I uh, so like I don't know who's been out there, but I've been through a windshield. I've been hit with a bat. You know what I mean? I've, I've done a lot of drugs. One thing that was really hard for me was, uh, you know, my my uh, my memory. It's still I still yeah have a hard I, I suffer from it too. You know, it's like but no, I, it was it was uh, it was so it was people didn't understand. People do not understand it unless you're going through it because it was like we every it. ten <laughs> seconds. What the fuck, man? Like, what did I just say? Like. What did you just say? I have no fucking That's idea. happened so many times Continuously to us. Continuously so and constantly. Times to us. Yep. And it was like, it was like, it was getting to a point where I literally bought a fucking recorder and I was going to record myself, but I was so embarrassed to be like, hold on a sec. What did I just say? Or what were we just talking about? It's I embarrassing, but oh, like, yeah. people are going through this and it's like, we it don't It gets better to, though, but. 
uh, everything gets better, but you gotta yeah. you gotta listen to your intuition and stuff. And it's like, uh, you know, what do you think about that? You know, I I remember kind of going through that like when I first got sober, and then yeah, everything was better. For, everything yeah. was better, but I have had I had since I've had the other I had another spine fusion in my mm. neck in November. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I have it all the time still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes me mad though, because that's yeah. not normal. So yeah. I, I'm yeah. glad that we're talking about sure. it. Can I say it, something though yeah. too? Absolutely. Like one thing with me, I used to get so angry and just, huh, you know what I mean? But that right there, that anger and frustration was creating it more. And yeah. so I had to actually be able to love it and just accept it and just, you know, okay, okay, just send love to my body. You know what I mean? I love you, God. Just send gratitude because... You're, I was going through something for a reason, but the thing is, is I'm go. I went through this to realize who I am. I can get through it, and holy shit, who am I? Look at who I am, and look what I've done, and look what is becoming of this. And it gets better and better, but it has to become through the love. That's who we are, you know. We are loving beings, and so the more the more we can connect with that, the more we can heal. The more we can heal the world, and that's what it's all about, you know. For me, anyway. I think that's awesome. You know, I think that's. Way awesome because <clears throat> do you think love is is something we created? Uh, is it, did, did man create love? The feeling of from my understanding, from my understanding, God is lo- uh, a God loving is being. Love. That's what God we are. Love. And so, if yeah. we were creating His image, that's what we are. But we can create whatever we want. We can create whatever world we want. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean it has to be real, but mm-hmm. we can create it. And everybody has their own world. Everybody has their everybody own world. Yeah. And it's when we can actually sit down and talk with people and not argue and say, I'm right, you're wrong. And yeah. Just talk, you know? Okay, well, I know where you're at. I love conversations. I, I love good yeah. stories. Love and it. And it's like, uh, like you know, you. With, good me, story. with me, it's like, you know, maybe I need to be open hard enough to be like, you know what? Maybe he is right. Maybe I am wrong. And be open hard enough Absolutely. to look at it, you know? Yeah. And that was one of the biggest things. It's like, me, like, I don't, I don't listen to my story. I listen to other person's story as well, and I think about it. And a lot of times I'm the wrong one and I go to apologize and it's like, that's what I do though. I look at the situation and look at every and all things and and that's just the way it is. And you got to decide from there and you just got to open your heart and let it guide you to where you need to be, you know? Right on, man. Right on. Well, guys, we're coming towards the end. Anything you guys want to say before we close this out? Well, I'll say it's been great having both of you. Janae, thank you uh, for coming. You're you're a blast every time. Love having you on. You're my favorite. And, uh, you know. uh, I just want to say, uh, you know, like, you know, my heart opened, you know what I mean? And, uh, I truly, truly do believe like God gave me, you put you in my life for a reason and I can just feel your energy you know. and I love it. You know what I mean? J- J- ah, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just, <laughs> I can't That's what I thought it was, but I was like, fuck. Say how grateful I am for you being in my life. Like, I don't even know you, but I do. I can feel you. I can, I really can. And like. Thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you for coming to my life and uh, talking to me and opening up. That means a lot to me. Yeah. It does. Absolutely. I think that, um, I do want to say really quick before we wrap up that, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, God puts people in our lives every single day. And when we start paying attention and asking God to send people into my life. So I appreciate you saying that because it, we don't have kind of, we don't come across people by accident. No. Everyone e- is never, you know, ever. for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Always. Every have else. something to learn from everybody. So I think it, yeah. I love that. And that has been for me in recovery, being open minded, learning from others, um, just and pacing yourself. 
Yeah, yeah. that's you one know, thing I had to I learn how to do. Really yeah. And be patient. <laughs> you know, you're talking about love, and I think Big the one, best patience, things yeah. that patience I've gotten, is huge. Yeah. Because God will give it to you, but you have the patience to be willing to change my life. Exactly, it changed my life for sure. But that you know, when we talk about love and in recovery, I would have to say that my like my self love, and it sounds so cliche. Like no, it don't. Love yourself, you know, all those things. If you don't have it, but it really if you don't have it, it it sounds cliche. But when you do have it, you can love. You can love, and and you can love yourself enough to to Mm. not drink, to not use. To where it does, you it's know, not even I'm a thing. Like, why would I even do that? Because yeah. I love myself so much. Why would I hurt my body? Like Look what that, it did, you know. Yeah. So I think that the self love too. We'll have to talk about that more. Are we going to come back and do this again? I would. I would. I would be absolutely. I would love to. Let's say I would next love weekend. To hear, like, like, next weekend, are you open? Like if the audience had questions. Yeah, I've, 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 I've done audience questions before. Yeah, he writes them down. Stuff like like even like know what people want to know. What yeah yeah yeah. We we have a thing where you can, you you can go online and you can press a button and it leaves a voicemail. Yeah. On there. So I'll listen to the voicemails and I'll, I'll write them down. Um, and it's only you can only leave a voicemail. It's not like a, a helpline or thing. It's just yeah. a, just a link online. Can they put like questions in the comments? Too? Yeah, absolutely. And then I go. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's multiple places you can put them. You know. Okay. And and I'll see it. I see I see it all. You know. <laughs> so, Let's plug 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 for the yeah. um, donations. Yes. Donations, guys, if you want to donate, uh, it's going to be uh, at BigThings9, at BigThings9, and uh, you can do that on Venmo, or you could do that on, what's the other one? Cash oh, app. Cash App. So, uh, any anything helps, at BigThings9, at BigThings9, and, uh, you know, if, if you love the content, and you don't have the money, keep on listening, because and, everybody's welcome. And last thing, like, you know, you don't got to give money for... You know, like set, give 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 your time to somebody. Give your time yeah. to let them know how much yeah. you love them. Go talk to that homeless person and say, "Hey, man, I love you." Yeah. You know, you're loved. You know, you don't have to live in that pain. And, and you know, I do that sometimes. It makes me feel amazing. And it's like yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I I, I think I got to give money all the time to actually. You know, what I mean, that's what I think and that's what mm-hmm. I, I try to do. But it's like you know, I'm starting to feel like be like I don't need to give money. I can actually give my time to somebody and like. Yeah. When somebody did that to me when I was homeless, it meant the world to me, you know? Like, to see, like, you know, like, man, like, somebody loves me. You know, they don't even know me. Like, it, it's just it's just amazing. So, you know, just give, give yourself and give love and just, just be, be, that, be that loving being, you know? Awesome. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, guys. Um, we will have Janae and Eric on very soon. And I uh, hope you guys have a good remainder to your weekend. Love you, guys. Peace okay. out. Bye.